Welcome to another episode of the Waiver Wire podcast presented by FanDuel. I don't even go by weeks anymore. I know it's week 15, but I've been tracking that all year just to remind myself. I, I, it doesn't even really matter. What it really is is either round one or round two for some of you in the playoffs, or it's officially the week where you are fully just doing DFS because you're out in all your leagues. Joining me as always, someone who is left in a lot of seasonal leagues, I'm sure, Jen Piacenti. Jen, how are you? I'm great, Jerry. I'm so excited because we have a super fun Thursday night football game tonight. Lots of juicy points in there, we hope. Some late news. And then we got games on Saturday. And then we have games on Sunday, including a great game for you for Sunday night, which we'll talk more about, I'm sure. And then Monday night, man, it's getting fun, guys. And and the DFS options, not just for your seasonals, if you didn't make it to playoffs, but man, you've got fun slates you can play on Saturday, Sunday. It's just, it's so much fun. Can we start with a couple of player props in case this drops just in time for tonight's game? Well, Jen, Jen is on fire right now. She has a new look at her. Yes. Do you, you, what do you got? Do I need to pull anything up? What do you got? Hit me with it. Here's the thing. So first thing we hear this morning, we know Mike Williams is out. He's almost certainly not playing. Right. So already we, a lot of people looking at Johnson here for a sub love that call, by the way, certainly in FanDuel. Um, but we also now think maybe Keenan Allen, even if he plays is going to be limited. This is a super bummer because Keenan Allen is a luck. So everyone's panicking. Do I still start Justin Herbert? I still say, yes, it takes him down just a little bit. Um, but pretty much, I think Justin Herbert versus the Las Vegas de- defense is still a really strong play. And here, so I decided to go look. And I thought, you know, one thing everybody's freaking out, no Keenan Allen. One thing they're forgetting is that Justin Herbert can use his legs sometimes. So I went over to FanDuel Sportsbook. By the way, FanDuel Sportsbook, if you decide to play, use our code WaiverWired because you do get a deposit bonus. Herbert over nine and a half rushing yards is a prop. You can get hmm. the over for plus 105. I feel like, pff, why not? I think like he's not going to run for more than nine and a half. Justin Herbert, anytime touchdown. That means he's got to run one in plus 400. I mean, wow. I feel like that can happen with no Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams. I think that's totally doable. Another one I like Hunter Henry, anytime touchdown plus 240. I looked at the red zone targets. Hunter Henry has the second most red zone targets on the team. There's no Allen. There's no Williams. I think Hunter Henry could easily find the end zone tonight. So those are three that just kind of caught my eye. Um, I did not see a Keenan Allen under (laughs) uh, receiving yards. If I had, I probably would have taken it in case they limit him because that seems like a pretty good lock, but uh, that's where I am. I, I decided to stay away from Las Vegas side, but I just saw those. I thought they were kind of fun to throw a little bit of money on. What do you think, Jerry? Do you like any of those? I, I like all those. If you're feeling a slight disconnect in me right now, it's uh-huh. because I have a lot invested in Keenan Allen. It's our yeah. beautiful Gotham Gridiron District mm-hmm. League. I am the one seed. And this is the exact problem with that first round buy. I had the bye week. I enjoyed it. Keenan Allen had a great game. And now, like, and for some reason, how come in our league, Jen, I put in bids as soon as I got the news, which the news only came out really today, right? We were following it yesterday, but right. the... And, and he still could play, by the way. We, right. 
you know. But I put in because I have my forty dollars left in our free in our waiver mm -hmm. wire stuff. I put in for both backup wide receivers on on the Chargers just to make my decision on this show. But it does the waivers I, already ran. It was too late. Well, when did the waivers run? They ran on Tuesday night. I know. So what happens now? I have Thursday night players, so I'm just screwed. You have to make your, yeah, you have to make your How am I supposed night. I understand that, but then I just discovered a flaw in the Gotham Gridiron District no, League. This is a flaw. But that's this is a massive is. floor. That's the way it is every year for every league. You always, no. you always run late waivers on either Tuesday night or Wednesday And then night. it that's opens up. You, e you either follow your, like, oh, for instance, no, if you're in like the- bidding. And it just closes for life. Until, and then you get, I believe the next one runs Friday night. So if you, so, so you, you have a player. Sunday. So you so, got to make your Thursday pickups on Tuesday nights. And then you got to make your. How is Sunday that a pickups. good plan? How is I, that is an <laughs> awful rule. What happens if similar to right now, a late yeah. scratch happens? What, yeah. what do you do? So let's even say, yeah. you know, it's even bigger than that. Let's say, God forbid, mm -hmm. it was a quarterback. Let's say Carr is out or Justin right. Herbert's an actually even better example because people are actually starting him in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Say Herbert is a late, a late, especially in COVID times is a late Thursday scratch. I'm starting car in the playoffs. So you can't, you, <laughs> um, well, sorry for you, yeah, but then well, you can't, hey. you can't then pick up the backup on Thursday. No. So if you have mm -hmm. a Thursday game, you're, you're just screwed. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that's a good that's point. Terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> well, it is more terrible in COVID time, I would say, but I, I think that's the case in uh, all my leagues. I don't think you can make same day pickups in, uh, in my Greenwich street tavern on Thursday. <laughs> I love the names of you. I want to do know, the, all... we got to maybe make, dedicate a solid five minutes for you just to run through the names, the names of, of all, all your, leagues. of all your leagues. Yeah, um, ridiculous. but real quick. And you know what? I actually think I'm going to run for commissioner in all leagues. I think it's time. And look, if COVID sticks around, I have more than enough time to do it. I'm just stuck here at home doing nothing. Right. Um, but like chalk one up for snake drafts. Okay. Everyone wants to talk shit about snake drafts and I get it. Okay. You get the first, I totally understand the, the shade that is put on snake drafts, but in snake drafts, you follow the waiver, the waiver order. So if you're like last place team or whatever, or fewest points, you go first. And then when the order, when the priority order is done. The wire opens up and you could just go in and that out. That has nothing I, to do with auction or snake draft. You can still set the leagues for whatever you want. I mean, you don't have, I mean. Like, why can't you just say, hey. You could. The the waiver wire, the, the waiver, the wire opens up Tuesday at whatever your time is. Okay. You all have money. So claims that like, the, and then you could say the first round of claims will end by Wednesday at whatever. So get your bids in and it goes by whoever bids more. And then after that, it just remains open. And then you, but you, you know, you, and then you could even put a you cap on it. So it has to be a dollar minimum if you want until like Saturday. And then Saturday you could do the free pickups. You can do that. But uh, I think that it's considered an extra level of challenge and difficulty to do only to. Oh, what challenge and difficulty ah. is this? I can't pick up anybody. Ah. What challenge yeah. and difficulties is this? I'm losing my star yeah. wide receiver. It's actually more luck that comes into it. It's because he plays on Thursday. But you don't have a backup. Sorry, I'm yelling. Sorry, Jen. I'm yelling. <laughs> I'm not you yelling at you. I am. This is like old man yelling at the grass right now in the clouds. I, I do have a backup, but. 
I actually like the thought of maybe playing one of the Charger wide receivers against the the mm. Vegas defense than mm. say I don't know Christian Kirk who's been super disappointing playing Philly. Like not a terrible matchup. I have Valdez Scantling against Carolina. Ooh, that's yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But but I should be able to move in and out. I should be able to make the sweet moves when I see an injury happen. And the even better moves. than that, even the better than moves, Jerry. That's the you, name of your next team. You want to talk about added level of difficulty. Whoever I'm playing in the playoffs want, should know my roster. And once they saw Keenan Allen is out and that they have more money, they should bid on the Charger backups and block me. That's more talent and difficulty than being like, oh, my guy plays on Thursday, so I'm shit out of luck. And I have to start someone who's been on my bench all year long in the second round of the playoffs. Jerry, how would you handle it if you were in the Greenwich Street Tavern League with me? You know, we're not allowed to make a single pickup through playoffs, not a single one. So I had to That's get, fine. get a backup tight end. Get, but I knew the rules, so I did it. So these are the rules, Jerry. You got to play by the rules. And in your other league, you complain that there aren't any rules. Well, at least here you have rules. Balance so gotta, is key, you gotta Jen. You got to pay attention to the rules, Jerry. I'm Guys... <laughs> Listening out there, you have to be with me. I am going to play by the rules. I have no choice. I put I my bids in and it's like, oh, you can't get them till Saturday morning. I don't know, I know what, the, but now, and then the people who get the beautiful luck of like, oh, so for Saturday games, it's okay though. It's okay for Saturday games. It is bad this time of year because you can make a pickup before Saturday. So you could lose a player in on Saturday and pick up their backup and the be thing. fine. But, and Sunday, so, obviously. So think about it this way. Do you want a player from a Saturday or Sunday game? So you're not going to get your backup player for Thursday night, but maybe that's not your best option anyway. Look at who's playing on Saturday and Sunday. I, I totally agree. I totally agree, but I don't even have the choice. So you don't, but there's still so many games to play. That's the thing. Like I'd feel bad if it was Sunday morning and you couldn't do it and you literally had no win, but, but like the wires and look game on but, Thursday night. So how badly do you need that backup? Oh, oh, Jen, Jen. No, no, no. You're listen. I love the Gotham gridiron district. You're riding hard for them right now. Do, <laughs> you want to hear the, the players that are left out? Okay. Uh, Damian bird, Nicole Hardman, Trey Cole Smith. Jaquan Smith, Scotty Miller, James Washington, Miller. Danny Amendola. Uh, I actually like Danny Amendola. Like these yeah, are the players no I'm looking at. I actually maybe would rather take a swing with Jalen Guyton, maybe. So now you guys know why this league is so difficult. You just heard who's left on the wire. So when you hear us talk about how deep a 14 team league is, that's what we're talking about. In a 14 team league, that's who your options are to pick up off the wire right now. So just read. of those names you just heard, is there anything that you necessarily love more than the two charger potential? Now I know it's a coin flip with these two charger receivers of who's going to yeah. really do their thing. And look, Keenan Allen plays and I got to make the, I got to still make okay. this decision. Yeah. I but would say I'm interested in James Washington who uh, is a little bit touched on the pins, but Richie James, who's facing Dallas, and you know there's no Debo Samuel, so that leaves Brandon Ayuk and probably Richie James. I would go Richie James. You want me to start Richie James in the first, in the second round of the playoffs to get no, to the Super Bowl? You want me to start Ricky James? I think you should have someone better on your bench. What's your problem? Why don't you have a better bench player than Richie James? I don't point? need him. Do you know who my three what receivers do you mean you are? Don't need him. I yes, have. You do need him. You just I have that you do need him. I have Stephon Diggs, Keenan yeah. Allen, Mike Evans. Yeah, right. I don't need. Any other receivers? Ooh, that's how you get into trouble. Okay, you're you're Greenwich, you Connecticut, or whatever other what whatever want? other whatever other <laughs> East Coast league that you're in with all these fancy 
like Greenwich League. That's fine. I know you know the rules, but that particular league is saying, hey, we're so good. We're going to screw you so bad. You can't make any pickups. That's a type of league. But why go through the trouble of having a wire and free agency and all this stuff if like, why in between that, why do you lock out the Thursday games? It makes no sense. I had no idea this was going to be such a hot button issue today. No one warned D- me. Does it, does it make any sense to keep Saturday and Sunday games where you could move in and out freely, smooth moves, but you're locking out the Thursday game? I think you should submit this to... Uh, to it's a shit rule. And this isn't just necessarily to the Gotham Grid. If you lock out the wire for Thursday games, explain it to me. You're trying to say, well, you should be better than that, Jerry. Get your picks in for Tuesday so this way you don't have this problem. How on earth are you supposed... So much happens between Tuesday and Thursday night. I think that your backups here, Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Christian Kirk, are stronger. I understand. I, I you're right, and I will be fine. I'm not thrilled about starting Valdez Scantling first round of the playoffs. You gotta beat White Boy Rick. You gotta uh, beat him, Jerry. Well, Keenan Allen having a bad he's hamstring. The bot. This is the bot boy. Oh my you have to gosh! It's very important. Well, I'm gonna go buy. I'm just this is just a terrible rule. I am all about make the rule make sense. And I guess look, I've known the rules all year, and I've paid attention. This team is good. I've paid attention all year. I'm the number one seed. So I should put like now and actually thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just because I haven't ran into this Thursday problem. Mm -hmm. It's a dumb rule. It's dumb. You're only single. You're singling out. You know what? Close the wire. Here's the new rule. Close the wire up Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Close it till Saturday. That's the new rule. Why? Why are you excluding Thursday games? But why? Make it make sense, Jen, or make it go away. I can't make it go away. The rules are the rules. You got to play by the rules. Well, I would love to hear the thought process behind eliminating any moves in the Thursday night game that you have to make two days before. But you could make your Sunday game choice at 12 p.m. Eastern if you want. No, you can't. Or whatever time. You can't do same-day pickups in this league on Sunday either. You have to make your Sunday choices on Friday night. That's it. And then on Saturday, you can't make anything on no. Saturday? No, you can't. This is all dumb. So it's just the same. So you're you're screwed either way. Anyway, Sorry. moving on. Um, well, while we're on this topic, what the hell do I do? We're not playing each other this week, but if you and I both I win really this week. I really want you to advance. We're advance. I love how you say it. Like you already know you're advancing, but you're like. No, I didn't do it that way at all. I actually don't think I, I, I do not have, it's not a strong matchup for me this week. That was dripping in tone. That was like, I'm going to be there. I really hope you make it there too. No. I'm just letting you know what your it tone wasn't. was. That was your tone. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry. Um, do I go the safe route and bench Keenan Allen? I don't think I would bench Keenan Allen. I know. So now I have to is, like, I have to, I, I have to. If you do, I would bench him for, I mean, you're If fine. he's likely to play, he's going to be limited. It's true. My only thought is if he does play, I think he could still. By the way, I, I have Valdez Scantling as my flex right now. Yeah. So I don't have, have a flex player. Up. I don't have, well, you then have Christian Kirk started. You have time though before Sunday to get more players. Just not for t- from tonight's game. This is such trash. I'm sorry. 
This is so trash. All right. So you, but you would still play Keenan Allen, even though there's a chance that he doesn't play. And then even more of a chance that if he does play, it's extremely limited. I would, I would wait until the very last minute to make that decision um, and try to get as much information as I can. I would follow Adam Schefter on Twitter because he seems <laughs> to have the most accurate information up to the minute. And I I'm texting Keenan Schefter. I text with you Schefter. You probably know him, right? Yes, I text. With, no, I don't text, text with him. Text him and ask him. I, don't. I text um, with Jay Glazer. I, that's the only insider. Really? I, I know that's my that's my insider right there, that's my boy. Really, you should text him, ask him. Um, and then maybe, you know, Christian Kirk is a really strong play this week too, I think. He's so, super risky. Both Valdez Scantling and you know what Valdez Scantling and Christian Kirk are if you're playing them at this point in the playoffs? Total they bonus. are recipe for an upset, yeah, meaning you will are. lose because they're home run hitters, oh right? Yeah. And if they hit a home run, great. Valdez Scantling had a great game last week. He The week before, we had minus 0. 0.8. Yeah. So I, I'm just exposed, and it's I all going to come crumbling down. When I heard the news, I felt nervous for you immediately because I really wanted one of us to make it to the Super Bowl. And um, I already got screwed in that other league because I needed Eric Ebron to have less than two points. And he had right. like a point and a half going into like the fourth quarter. And he got right. one more catch for 15 yards and bounced me out. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, I'm going to monitor this situation closely. Is there anything else to say about this Thursday night game before we move on? I know a lot of people are, you know, so feeling I good about I, Josh Jacobs kinda, in this you game. You kind of slandered Derek Carr. And I need to stand up for Derek Carr. I know he had a bad week two weeks ago, but he's had good games since then. And I need Derek Carr to come through because in my Greenwich Street Tavern League, Greenwich, uh, Connecticut, which also is the high stakes league. I know you're shocked. Um, I actually got through, Jerry. Wow. I'm so happy for you. So it's down to the final four out of 20, you know, whatever teams. And um, I have to roll with Derek Carr. <laughs> And he got me through last week, but it, I need, so I need this game tonight to be a shootout. I also have Justin Herbert and Scott Fishbowl. So I need big points. You need, this is a big one for tonight. you. Yeah. This is um, a big game for me tonight. Do we, do we know, do we think, is Zeke Elliott, is it possible oh, he sits? Is it weird? I actually want him no, to sit. I don't think he will sit, but I do think he will be limited. And I absolutely would not play him this week. Would you play Tony Pollard? Great, because my uh, my starting running back in the Keenan Allen League is Zeke Elliott. This is why sorry. fantasy is gonna be the end of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Do I start yeah. Tony Pollard instead and just say screw it? Probably would, but here's the main issue: San Francisco. I know run defense. So Ugh. like either well, one is a tough start, and then you have Zeke a little bit banged up. So I, if I can avoid that, I am this week. If you can't, then you roll with it. Look, fantasy gods can give you anything. I mean, fantasy gods do the strangest things. Waller went for 200 yards and God knows how many, whatever, two weeks ago. We weren't expecting that. We know he's good, but, you know, anything can happen. I, I honestly, the pressure is officially getting it's to me. Trubisky has been a star in fantasy. The pressure is officially getting to me because I'm also remembering now it's week 15. This is the final week in our waiver wired FanDuel league oh, to God. get into the week 16 tournament of champions. Cousin Sal is still, is still firmly supplanted in there. And, and I, we're going to get into our, our FanDuel lineups because also I thought it would be fun if we make a Saturday lineup. Yeah. You know, we got some games Saturday to, yeah. to discuss, and 
I think we make a Saturday lineup and then we talk about our wavered wired lineup and then yeah. we we maybe even talk about a, a a Sunday million lineup. Yeah, I haven't made a Sunday million lineup yet, but I'm happy. Maybe we can make one. Oh, together. I have. We have I made- about. Well, there's so many good plays this week, right? Today, this week is juicy. It I, is I just, juicy. It is I'm juicy. out though. And I'm I about to like get eliminated. It's, it's rookie heavy. Like I love almost all the rookies all of a sudden, you know, they're all coming into their own. We have a ton of mailbag as well, Jerry. I, I know, know. you put the mailbag bags out because you, they, I, people respond to you more so than me. We have a ton. I think people really, you know, have some serious questions here and uh and hilariously i always expect someone to say like what's jerry's favorite cheese but they never do they actually ask us football questions uh and i'm gonna say cheese uh i'm gonna go parmesan (gasps) mine too see yeah i think you could look you could put it on pasta you could you could carve it up and have it with some with some wine there's a lot you could do what happens no matter when the waiver wire runs we will always have this in common jerry all right, a couple of things left before we get into FanDuel stuff. If you did have to choose and were allowed to pick up any of the Charger receivers that I can't pick up, mm-hmm. Tyron Johnson or Jalen Guyton, do you have? I mean, it's real to me, it's a total coin flip. So, in a way, so, I am happy I don't have to uh-huh. make this decision, but do you lean one way or the other? I'm leaning Johnson. Because really? he basically stepped into Mike Williams' spot last week and saw seven targets. So I'm leaning his way. Um, whereas Jalen Guyton is a little more boomer bust. He hasn't seen the regular targets. It, it felt like we saw what they would do without Mike Williams. I feel like that's a plug and play. I think it's a little less obvious with Jalen Guyton what he would do. Obviously, Jalen Guyton has big play possibilities. But I think Johnson is the safer play there. Okay, uh, I think this is someone, and I'm curious to see if it comes up in any of the mailbag questions. But I think this is someone that's going to get a lot of uh, a lot of thought this week as to what do we do. Okay, we've talked about how favorable the Ryan Tannehill schedule gets, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And we're still here. You know, he is very. He's still he's playing Detroit, so. I'm going to throw some quarterbacks out there at you and you tell me if you would go Tannehill or this quarterback. Okay. Case in point, my other situation, uh, by the way, I'm officially out in Gotham Gridiron District. I'm realizing this now. No, uh, I have a quarterback situation, okay? Tom Brady could go off for you. Okay, well, but I'm questioning starting him, right? Because okay. I have Tannehill. Do you go Tannehill mm-hmm. versus Detroit? Uh-huh. Or Brady versus Atlanta. Two great matchups. I do have Mike Evans, Brady. so there's a stack there. Do you there. want me to tell you why? Why? Besides your stack, this is why. Tom Brady, they're, they're not going to run the ball, I don't think. They don't have Ronald Jones, right? So they're kind of dealing with Leonard Fournette, et cetera. And they're facing Atlanta. They're, where, the way you beat Atlanta is through the air. Uh, their secondary is not good. So I'm liking Tom Brady more here, as opposed to Ryan Tannehill. Also, Detroit secondary, terrible, not good. But Detroit has the absolute worst run defense. This could be a Derrick Henry game. And once they get the lead, it could continue to be a Derrick Henry game. You don't have that same threat for Tampa Bay. Like it suddenly becomes a run game. I don't think. Maybe they'll get out in front and they'll do that. But I don't think Tom Brady likes to play that way. Tom Brady still wants to throw touchdowns. Um, So that's why I'm leaning Tom Brady. I love them both. They are both strong starts. I'm not, I would never guarantee to someone. Because by the way, guys, like, as your fantasy, you listen to us to talk fantasy, you listen to Jerry and I, and we give you the information that we think is best. Uh, sometimes we don't get it right. 
Nobody thought there were going to be 90 points scored on Monday night. So when you come at us with nasty messages, <laughs> I can't believe you told me to start Tom Brady and Justin Herbert over Baker Mayfield. Don't, because that was what makes sense. They're a run first team in Cleveland. You know, I think, I, again, I don't think Baker Mayfield is a strong start this week. It's not just because I don't like his commercials. It's because I'm really <laughs> looking at the facts and that's how it is. So please, please don't do this. It's not nice. Um, the hate messages just, you know, don't do it. Well, just, yeah, just stop. And, even and if, even if it, I just stop. Just stop. And while we're at it, um, it's your team. It's your choice. So you make the choices. We're going to tell you what we would do on top of that. Don't tweet fantasy football players. We've talked about this one other time, but like this whole thing with Josh Jacobs this week, like the reason <laughs> football players don't like fantasy football is because of jerks that go and blame them for losing them their championship. Just don't do it. It's just, it's a bad look and I'm stepping off my soapbox now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, um, no. <laughs> and look, Jen, I'm sorry for that mean tweet I sent you about, you know, you telling me you spoke with the <laughs> smartest person, you know, no, and, no, that was funny. I'm talking about nasty me direct messages that people. Now that I think you. about it, let me think. I love. You know what? <laughs> Here's reply. the sad That's thing. What you get for listening to a girl. <laughs> no, by the way, you ain't. That ain't passing by me. I that no. Uh, now that I actually think about it, if I start Acres for Cooper Cup, there was an eight and a half point difference. I am. I am in the Super Bowl this week. Yeah, it's totally my fault. So you tell that smart person. I don't know how smart. Um, I'm smarter. No, I'm, I'm going to throw some other names at you. Okay. And my buddy, uh, he was one of our guest pickers in our waiver wire contest back in week one, I think, or maybe it was week two. I'm not quite sure. He texted me this and I, I thought I gave him the proper answer, but he's actually considering starting Tannehill mm -hmm. over Russell Wilson. So tough matchup for Russell. This is a good question because I have Russell and Gotham gridiron districts. And I literally looked at the wire and thought about starting Mitch Trubisky because his matchup's so oh. good. I literally thought about it for half a second, like, cause you have to, cause you're thinking panicky. And then I started thinking about Russell Wilson. So it is a tough matchup. It absolutely is. However, it's the kind of matchup where Russ is gonna have to cook. Their secondary actually isn't very good. It's their front seven that's really good. So I don't love it for Chris Carson, but I do think that Russ will have to throw here and it could still be a really good game for Russ. So for that reason, I'm not sitting Russ. Would I start Tannehill over him? I think it could, they'll end up being about the same is what I think, because I think Tannehill, again, could go run heavy. I think Russ may only throw a few touchdowns, but I'm sticking with Russ here when I can, because throughout the season, we've seen him overall score more points for us. A secret, by the way, well, we'll get to this. Never and he just has great receivers. I, I, I lean Russ, although I, I, I did tell Max too to monitor the weather in, uh, in DC. Although I think the weather is actually like 45 degrees fine. and fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, Seattle obviously has the slightly better receivers that might be enough to make the lean, but here's another one for those people who are saying, okay, I think I got maybe one or two weeks left of Taysom Hill. You go Taysom Hill against the mm -hmm. Chiefs or Tannehill against. I go Tannehill uh, here. You go Tannehill there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Philip Rivers. I've heard some people throw I'm, up there. I'm Who's very, got a cake I'm matchup? Very, I'm very into Philip Rivers this week. In fact, uh, I almost used him in my waiver wire lineup, and I still might pivot back to him 
we've seen we've seen him throw for like 240 two touchdowns the last couple games in a row he's matching up versus houston again but this time at home we've seen the secret the houston secondary gave up like 36 points last week to chicago and mitch trubisky this should be no problem for philip rivers ty hilton's coming on strong michael pittman's there you know we know jonathan taylor's gonna run as well i think this could be a lot of points on the board vegas thinks so too i like philip rivers and uh are you starting matt ryan at uh no, obviously Tannehill over Matt Ryan, like yes. almost anyone at this point over Matt Ryan, right? Um, like you have to be really over Matt Ryan right now because he's throwing too many picks and they're missing some of their offensive line pieces. Do you want to go mailbag right now? Or do you want to go to FanDuel? I'll let you choose. We could switch up the order. Uh, totally up to you. What would you like to let's, do next? Let's roll the fan. Let's roll the mailbag. Let's mailbag. Go. All right, let's, let's go. All right. Do you have, do you want to pull it up? I got him. I will okay. ask the questions. I will start. You will be the expert. I will weigh in as well, but I will be the interviewer. Are you ready? Okay, but please give them your expert analysis at some point too. too. Don't leave this up <laughs> to me. Too. Um, Brady or Watson this week? <sighs> Brady or Watson? I, you know, Atlanta Very is super tight. frustrating because just when you think that you know, like, oh, this quarterback's has got a great matchup. He's playing against Atlanta. Then the Atlanta defense actually shows up for the few times they do. I still think you got to go Brady. We, we need the statement game. We thought we might've seen it from the bucks last week. Um, I just think the weapons are better. I would go Brady. I don't love, you know, Watson on the road against the Colts with limited weapons. The Colts defense is now healthy. I would lean Brady. Although it's hard to say. I mean, we know Deshaun Watson. We talk about him on every episode. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. So I slightly lean to Brady. You? So, Tony, I agree with Jerry. I lean to Brady as well. Like them both, but much tougher defense for Deshaun Watson, and they are in Indianapolis. So, uh, and the, they're just the, the weapons don't. aren't necessarily there. If <laughs> if Will Fuller was there, playing if Will yes, if Will Fuller were playing, it would change it a bit. Cooks yeah, he's supposedly playing, but we still don't know if he's going to be uh, limited, etc. I'm just leaning Brady here. I feel like this is Brady time, especially like as we said, the run game is probably not going to be in play here much. So yeah, I, I'm with you. All right, all right, Jerry, let's take a few minutes and talk about FanDuel. Waiver Wired is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Well, great, because FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free daily fantasy contests this NFL season with no deposit required. And this year, FanDuel is now offering daily snake drafts. Snake drafts are the simplest way to try daily fantasy. You draft live just like season-long fantasy, but there are winners every game day. It's the best of seasonal drafting with DFS all in one. Here's how it works. All you do is you find a daily snake draft and you draft your team live. Drafts start as soon as the contest fills. You and your opponents will draft six players in a six round draft with 30 seconds per pick. And unlike other FanDuel contests, there is no salary cap. Now, Jerry, why do you like using daily snake drafts? Oh, because it's that last word in that sentence you just said, drafts. We're drafting. I want to always be drafting. And if you sign up, FanDuel will give you a free entry to a contest each week of the football season where you could win real prizes. Plus, for those of you who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with their 20% deposit match. Make sure to use the promo code WaiverWired so they know that Jen and I sent you. 
FanDuel, more ways to win. Okay. Since Alan is hurt, this one might hurt you a little bit, I ask. This is from Dana. Since Alan is hurt, do I start Tyron Johnson or go with Lamb, Higgins, or Lazard? I'm assuming this is T. Higgins, but it could yeah, be Rashad Higgins. It's um, got to be T. Well, we're going to assume T. Higgins, I think. Let's assume. We're, we're answering this as if it's T. Higgins. We're assuming T. Do we like Lazard, Higgins, Lamb, or Tyron Johnson tonight? The, those are some real big coin flips. Um, I, I, I like Johnson, like you said. You know, he's running the Mike Williams routes, but um, you know, that certainly is a risk. I think with the maybe the most ceiling because you know, Vegas defense isn't there. Herbert, we know, is becoming uh, fantasy elite. I think the safe here. Here's my safest pick. I think T. Higgins, even though he was even a little banged up last week. I think he's pretty quarterback proof at this point, and the Pittsburgh defense has lost some major players. So I think T. Higgins is the safest pick. I think um, the two upside ones that have the highest ceiling are Johnson, and I think you got to give uh, I think you got to give Lamb a real look. But just know with Lamb, it could be feast or famine. I mean, the Niners have been I think they've been great against the pass. Like Cooper Cup could never get anything going against them. Uh, I think the safest pick is Higgins. I think for the upside, you go Johnson or Lamb. Like if you need a home run hitter. Okay. I am going Lamb here. I like these choices. These are good choices. I'm going Lamb here because the Niners actually write 29th versus the slot receiver. And that's where Lamb's going to be playing. He's also been seeing an average of like seven targets per game. Now he hasn't gotten in the end zone in like three weeks, but Andy Dalton still looks to him. I think he could be due. I'm going Lamb here, but all good options. Uh, yeah. So, although I do say I, Johnson is the tonight is the riskiest of you I know agree. picks. I with think the, with, the, with huge upside, as you said, like could right. be a home run hitter, but it's definitely a risk. Could give you a big fat zero for sure. Right, because Keenan Allen's going to give you a zero. If Keenan Allen like plays, plays? just enough, mm -hmm. or even just enough, it, it could really. Or if impact. it becomes an Austin Eckler game, which it easily could. That's the other option. I would love to see it. Right. All right. Start, sit, Gronk or Logan Thomas at tight end. <sighs> from John. I don't think at this point, I mean, unless you have one of the elite, if you have either Waller or Kelsey, maybe you could even sneak Gasicki, who's banged up now. Uh, you know, I'm a big Gasicki fan. I think if you're in that tight end quagmire of you know everyone is slated to get 6.2 points in a game i think gronk is probably getting to the top of the list of that next tier only yeah. because brady still loves him and brady is throwing the ball the problem is brady's a little inaccurate at times uh -huh. and seems to think that gronk is still as fast as he was six years ago which he's not he overthrows gronk a lot mm -hmm. but i think gronk is starting to emerge in that next tier as one of the top guys after Waller and Kelsey and Gesicki, I think he's starting to sneak past it. I like him a little better than Logan Thomas. And I, I love the matchup. Love the matchup. I agree. I'm also going Gronk in this situation. I like that Thomas gets targets, but we're also really uncomfortable. We don't really know what's going on with the quarterback situation in Washington. So no. I can't really count on that. What I can count on is Tom Brady looking to Rob Gronkowski because we've seen that happen over and over again. So I agree with Gronk as the call here. Wow. We're synchronized, Jen. Yeah, what is going no, on? I don't like uh, this. People like when we argue. <laughs> Chris Carson or Mike Davis? <sighs> well, obviously McCaffrey 
pretending he's definitely not playing, which he's doubtful and he's probably not going to play, but you never know. We didn't think he was going to play that one week where he snuck in there. So assuming he's out, obviously, uh, who was it? It was Mike Thomas Chris or who? Carson or Chris Mike Carson. Davis. You spoke about that Washington front seven, yep. and maybe we should not be on that bandwagon at all. Maybe that's silly at this point, but you know, the defense is carrying them at this point. Uh, I, I would be real scared to start Carson. So I would go Mike Davis. I think I think it's I think it's pretty safe at this point to know that Davis will get you something. I agree. Green Bay giving up a ton of points on the ground to the running back, the third most points on the ground. Uh, you got to go Mike Davis here. He's good for at least a couple touchdowns, I think. So I'm with Mike Davis here. I like Chris Carson, um, but if I'm choosing, I am leaning Mike Davis here. And he, he gets you catches, you know, I, Carson does too. I mean, he had a receiving touchdown last week that absolutely crushed me or two weeks ago. Um, but, you know, I think Mike Davis gets a little more looks out of the backfield receiving wise too. I think so. I, I, I lean Mike Davis. All right. Few more here. Wow. All right. This is from Corey. Corey is an awesome listener. Yes. And he says to us, I really want to, I want to read this because it's, it's nice. All right. He's into the semis. He said, all right, into the semis. Thank you to you too. So <laughs> yay. I'm glad we could help. Okay. Happy for if you, Corey. If that's true. Or even if you're just telling us that to be nice, we appreciate it. We like it either way. <laughs> I think my lineup is set, but any D or kicker streamers to maybe put me over the edge. I do not like picking kickers. I think that it's just too much of a dart throw. I don't like to recommend kickers. Um, we can talk about defense a little bit. And also he wants to know, would you play Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers at quarterback? Hello, the rich. rich yeah. Um, I, I, <laughs> let me go here. Cause I'm going to throw it to you in a second. Um, okay. I, I, I love Lamar and Lamar has an unbelievable matchup this week mm -hmm. there is the potential that lamar maybe is relaxing midway mm -hmm. through the third quarter which is very very possible we saw russ we saw it happen although you know what it's you could say that against the jets the jacksonville jaguars have we said they're frisky they, they actually have you know what i i take that back i don't think so they play close even if it's for two and a half quarters they play close but i don't know at this point how you bench Aaron Rodgers. I know Lamar might get you 120 on the ground and two rushing touchdowns, which would be great. But Lamar also has the possibility of not really killing it in the air. I don't know how you sit Aaron Rodgers. He's second place for MVP right now. I go Aaron Rodgers. I'm looking at this, Corey, and I'm like, we didn't help you get to the semis. Your drafting got you to the semis because yeah, you for real. Lamar Jackson. And I was be asking you, got you Aaron Rodgers really, really late because yeah. nobody was in on Aaron Rodgers. So I am with Jerry. I'm still starting Aaron Rodgers here, but man, is it close? I don't think you can go wrong. Lamar Jackson, as we can see, he's really picked it up the last few weeks. He is yes. running, but it is true that if they get a lead, they can run the ball a lot of different ways. They may ease up a little bit on Lamar. They certainly still have Gus the bus. They've got JK Dobbins, who I love this week, by the way, for uh, DFS because Jacksonville just absolutely easy to run on. Um, you so have to stream the wrong. defense. You have to stream the defense because I, my my last three weeks in a row, the reason why I'm eliminated is because I can't pick a defense. That's I've been hard. wrong. I benched Washington last week for the Giants. Okay. Like I don't. You make this pick because okay, that has been my Achilles heel all season long is picking the streaming. And I'm usually good at that. 
So I kind of like Cleveland as a defense, if you can get them, because I think that they can keep the score low. (laughs) Giants can't score. Uh, If Daniel Jones is under center, I like it even more because I think he's good for a pick. If Colt McCoy is playing, I like it less because I don't think he's actually going to be as likely to throw an interception. That's fair. Also, kind of a sleeper pick um, is Arizona. Now we saw them be really good versus the giants, but it's not really just because of that. Uh, And this is a riskier call, but Nick Mullins is usually good for a pick. That's who they face in week 16. So if you can get them now, they're facing the Eagles this week. Jalen Hurts was great last week, but he didn't put up a lot of points himself. This could be a lower scoring game. And though he was good and he made quick decisions, he's a rookie. And a lot of times rookies make mistakes. So again, this is, you know, a bigger long shot, but I don't mind the Arizona defense for the next two weeks. If I were to stream a defense, mm-hmm. I think you should listen to what Jen just said, Corey. But if I were to stream a defense, the one that I have my eye on, so maybe this is a great example. Maybe this is the one you should absolutely not play. Uh, I have my eye on the Patriots. If nothing okay. else, Belichick against rookie quarterbacks, yep. we've seen it a thousand times knows how to frustrate them. And I think two is getting better and better each week. Dolphins don't, their running game, every single running back is hurt. You don't know which one's going to play. Devontae Parker is banged up. Uh, I think, um, <clears throat> I think that's a really good defense to stream. And I'm even toying with them in the Gotham gridiron. I have them and Miami. So I'm going to start one of, I'm going to start one of the defenses in that game. I like it. Uh, so I'll be, whatever one I start, I'll probably be wrong. All right, couple more here we're going to get to. We'll try to do these quickly because I know we got FanDuel. Okay, this is from Steve, also an awesome listener of our podcast. Uh, Old Man Standard League, which three do you two like best for this week? All right, you ready? We mm-hmm. got six to choose from. Oh, wow. Calvin Ridley, Adam Thielen, Robert Woods, Tim Patrick, Brandon Ayuk, or Deontay Hands of Stone Johnson. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Robbing Roberto Duran's nickname is never a good thing. Manos de Pietro, yeah. Um, uh, well, I I really think that Ayuk has to be one of the. It's three or two, three. We get to pick three, so we've got Ridley, Thielen, Woods, Patrick, Ayuk, Deontay Johnson. I think it's Ridley, Thielen, Ayuk. Um, you I know, think. I do worry a little bit about Ridley because if you know Julio's banged up, Tampa's defense not bad. Like the, he could just get a lot of attention, but he just proves to make plays no matter what. And I worry about Matt Ryan, but those would be my, my three right there. Um, I, agree. I, I like Patrick too, but Patrick didn't really do anything until the fourth quarter last week. I like Patrick and, uh, and lock together. I think they have a good connection. I love Robert Woods in this matchup versus the jets, but he's been dealing with a bit of a, of a quad thing or a cap thing I don't know some kind of a thing with his legs and there's also Cooper Cup and there's also Tyler Higby and there's also Cam Akers so there's lots to go around there um and then Deontay I just can't trust him right now even though I really like him and he could easily go off he still sees the most targets on the team uh yeah I just wouldn't do it not this far in so I like that Ridley Phelan and Ayuk all right this one I kind of say for last because I think it's really interesting and something we should talk about um as a sneaky play So this is from Jason, who is our resident Miami Dolphins expert, by the way. And this is sounds like a Homer tweet, but it's actually really, really great. Who is your fantasy semifinal sleeper MVP? And tell me why you both agree it's Lynn Bowden Jr. Okay, Jason, 
Yes. PPR gold is right. Uh, this is something you should all think about uh, in your seasonals. Now, again, this is a much, much longer shot. But Lynn Bowden Jr., actually a wide receiver that they use at running back. So this is a little bit of a sneaky play. You can probably even slot him in at wide receiver if you need to. You can use him lots of different ways. You know, there's no Gaskin. There's no Ahmed. Everybody's beat up down in Miami. They have to run somebody. It looks like Bowden could be a Swiss army knife for them. So I like that call. Again, deeper call. I'm not saying this is necessarily a league winner, but hey, if you're in a 14-team league like we are, I'm thinking about it. Let me tell you, it, like that that's not a bad play at all. But I think at this time in the season, you know, uh, it's very risky to do. It is risky. Unless you really have no choice and it's it's between him and, you know, someone else who can potentially put up zeros. I, I would, I, it's very, very risky to try to be like the smartest person in the room at this point. But you know what? Greatness only comes from taking risks. So uh, if you feel good about it, go for it. I will not be doing that. And uh, one last thing that someone asked us, this is comes from Rick. Um, who asks, do you feel confident about Austin Eckler tonight? Will he be playing injured or is it going to be an Austin Eckler game? Do I feel confident about Eckler? Mm-hmm. I'm starting him. If I have yeah, him. I think, yeah, I think, um, yeah. as long as there's nothing really jarring on the injury report and it does seem like he'll, he's, he'll be in there. You know, I, I think you got to play him at this point. And I think particularly even more so if Keenan Allen really is limited or doesn't play, then he could actually, I mean, he's probably going to lead the team in targets and receptions. There's a mm-hmm. good chance at that. So yeah, no, I, I am very, very happy for Austin Eckler. Uh, I watched hard knocks. I felt bad that he got injured when he did because he just got the contract. He got the job. They cleared out the backfield for him. And, you know, so I'm happy to see him back and and doing his thing. So I think he's a good play tonight. And I'm still so upset about – I'm running for commissioner in every league that I'm in. That's it. I am taking my talents to the commissionership. No more of this. I could fix it all, everybody. I could fix it all because that's some bullshit. Sorry. You know what? Let's – uh. Should we do it? It's time. It's FanDuel time. Okay. We only have one week left to get into the Tournament of Champions, guys. We will stick with you, though, throughout after this, and we will talk about DFS lineups and FanDuel lineups and Sunday Million lineups, and we will get you through. But in terms of waiver wired, which is Sunday only, I thought we'd make like a fun little Saturday lineup. Can I just toss a Saturday lineup at you? Okay. Again, you know, you got to be real courageous. There's some guys that we really are. It's sad that we're not going to have available for the final week of the waiver wired league. But like, you know, there's no Aaron Rodgers, which, you know, is not fun for anybody, really. There's no Josh Allen. So I felt that just in the spirit of that, we should have something with those guys. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. I think a sneaky good quarterback to build a lineup around on Saturday is Teddy Two Gloves, okay? $7,300. The Packer defense, not necessarily the most studly. Tiny chance. What? So did I. <laughs> really? A tiny chance we see C-Mac? I don't know if we're going to see C-Mac, but if he does I play. I believe that's who you picked. Okay. Teddy Two yeah. Gloves. I am stacking him as of now okay. with Curtis Samuel, although okay. Curtis Samuel's questionable, a little banged up. I have enough money left in the tank. Specifically, he's 6,200. I have 400 remaining. Robbie Anderson is 
affordable. So if I don't like the way Samuel's trending health-wise, swap him right out for Robbie Anderson. Boom. Aaron Jones, I think Aaron Jones, again, he's officially must play. That over-under is beautiful. It's 51 and a half. And I think if you're not going to load up on Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, I think the counter to that is Aaron Jones. So Teddy Two Gloves, Curtis Samuel, Aaron Jones. I went Devin Singletary. I like the matchup. I just like it. I, and, I, you know, he's only 5300 bucks. I don't think we need a ton out of Devin Singletary to be, you know, productive. He gets me 12 points here. I'm thrilled because then I had some fun with wide receiver. I, I had enough money for Devontae Adams. My sneaky, sneaky play in that Buffalo game, I love Cole Beasley at $5,800 against the Denver secondary. I, I just like it. I do. I think Diggs is going to get all the attention. Robert Tunyon for $6,500. I threw in Melvin Gordon. Both he and Philip Lindsay are banged up, but one of them will play, and they're both about the same amount of money, so you could flip-flop easily. And then I got the Bills defense. I don't think Locke is going to do it two weeks in a row. I just don't see it. I don't think he does it two weeks in a row. I think Buffalo, and again, we don't have a ton of great defenses to choose from anyway. I think Buffalo on the Saturday game is a fun one. What do you got, Jen? Okay, I got a wacko lineup. This is definitely just like, you it's know, Sunday these, fun. Yeah, it's Saturday it's fun day. Why are you throwing five dollars in? I put it in a quintuple up. So five dollars, <laughs> I'll win twenty five bucks. Why not a bad day's work. Yeah, I started also. Actually, it didn't start with this quarterback, but it ended up going this way when I tinkered around. I have Tidder Bridgewater as well, and I did pair him up with our boy Robbie Anderson because I have him going in some leagues, and I need Robbie to be good. So this is my vote of confidence. Go Robbie A, do your thing. Uh, running back. I did use Mike Davis here because I love the matchup versus green Bay green Bay, terrible run defense. And then I did not go Aaron Jones, even though on paper, Aaron Jones makes so much sense. I went Jamal Williams. Whoa. Yeah. So here's the thing. I don't know why I really, really don't know why, but for some reason they just don't use Aaron Jones the way they should. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that they use Aaron Rodgers so much and Aaron right. Rodgers is on this campaign for MVP. But Aaron Jones, he's just, it's too much to spend for me uh, when he's not really coming through with the numbers that he should and he deserves. He should. I mean, that's the logic. But I decided let's just play Jamal Williams here because in actuality, he ends up with almost as many points as Aaron Jones half the time and I can save a lot of salary. So I went Jamal Williams here. Then I put in Tim Patrick who I think is always a home run threat for, you know, Drew Locke, who should be throwing versus Buffalo. Um, Devontae Adams, because Devontae Adams. It's Devontae Adams. Right? Stefan Diggs, because Stefan Diggs. Uh, and then I use Noah Fant. Um, oh, I'm out. You yeah. had me. I'm out. No, I'm out. Buffalo is actually the sixth worst versus tight end. So you Fant lost is me. Back. Fant is I'm back. out. Uh, I already told you I'm using Robbie Anderson. And then I decided to use the Denver Broncos uh, defense because why not? I am shorting Nobody that team. You had me, Jen. You had me until Noah fan. He hurt me, my feeling. And I'm not, don't, I'm not going to tweet at him. I'm not going to post the Instagram no, story. You, you, like, you ruined my that. season. Would I would never do that. do that. But again, as someone who had all the Noah Fant stock in the world and the look, go look at my Monday night must have out of the gate. I think he was my first one. Um, he hurt me last weekend and I hope he's okay. Cause he left with an illness that was not COVID related. So I hope he's okay, but I just can't in good faith 
get behind that lineup. Saturday will be fun. That'll be interesting. But now let's let's go. Let's move to the main course. Okay. okay? <clears throat> it's the final week, Jen. It's the final countdown. Waiver wired podcast contest coming to an end. Would you like to go first? Or would you first. like to show me? Okay, let's hear I'll it. Go first. Let's All right. hear it. I'm not sure that I love this lineup. I like it. Um, there's a little craziness in it, but I decided to build my lineup around Derrick Henry because this matchup, I mean, it's gonna, it costs so much, guys. So I decided to go just get what I decided to do this week was put people in my lineup that I believe in for my seasonals, for my teams, so that I'm rooting for all the same thing this week. I don't want to hedge. I want to root for myself. Derrick Henry's on one of my teams. I need him to be good. And the matchup's just too good. I decided to pay for him. So Derrick Henry is slotted in first. Then I paired with that another running back that I thought was very affordable, who happens to be Jerry's pick of the week, and I agree, and that is Jonathan Taylor. JT. run defense stinks, stinks, stinks. You're going to see this as a running back-centered lineup. Um, a receiver I absolutely love, and I've said his name a bazillion times, and I'm going to say it again, Allen Robinson. Again, only 7,300. This is still on the lower end of uh, wide receiver one pricing to me, so I put Allen Robinson in there. And because I put Allen Robinson in there, I said, why not double dial on, on Allen Robinson and just go ahead and save the money, Mitch. <laughs> Back in there, quarterback. I'm sure it's crazy, but I've spent all this money on Derrick Henry. Um, another option, if I tinker again, but right now I don't have no, any salary left, would be Phillip Rivers. I like Phillip Rivers a lot, but I decided since I'm using Taylor, I'll use Trubisky to pair with my wide receiver, okay? That was my logic. Now, I also put in Brandon Ayuk. I love Brandon Ayuk. There's no Debo Samuel this week, and the Dallas secondary is terrible. Ayuk has been the man. I've been on his train since the beginning of the season. Again, rooting for myself here when I'm doing this because I don't want to root against myself this week. It's too painful. Um, <clears throat> then I had a tight end decision to make, and I decided to go with Irv Smith Jr. because I wanted to send someone back from the Minnesota side. I couldn't afford Jefferson or Thielen at this point. Uh, Irv Smith Jr. is very touchdown dependent, but definitely could get one from Kirk Cousins. That left me with a flex for DeAndre Swift versus Tennessee. DeAndre, when he's good, he's really good. The Tennessee run defense stinks, as you can see, as I said, run, running back-centric lineup. Now, there's two spots left I didn't mention. One is another wide receiver, and one is defense. So I'll start with defense. I did play the 49ers versus my Dallas Cowboys because – they were the right price. Wow. Cowboys aren't very good. Wow. I think Andy Dalton could throw an interception. So there you go. My last pick, and I had almost no money left, but I'm still really liking it. We talked earlier about Russell Wilson and how the front seven of Washington is really tough. I think Russell Wilson's going to have to throw. If you go and you look at the red zone targets for Seattle, you'll see number one, DK Metcalf with 15. Number two, Tyler Lockett with 13. Number three, David Moore with 12. I don't think anyone is going to be worried about David Moore in Washington. The Washington secondary isn't very good. It's totally a dart, but he got into the end zone last week. He has six touchdowns so far on the season. David Moore, $4,900 on FanDuel. That's my sneaky play. This lineup will probably burst into a million flames, but hey, 
Let's go out with a bang. I like the David. I mean, if David Moore finds the end zone for, and he's for you, I mean, you, you, mm-hmm. you know, you got a ton of value there. I, I think that's actually a great, that's my favorite pick of your entire lineup. Um, we are aligned on a few things. I did now just, just understand though, that is this, this will be it. That is your final. That is it. This I, is I, it. I, it's subject to change friends. I'm not sure about sticking with Mitch Trubisky. Uh, <clears throat> it's gross. But I do uh, want to play Allen Robinson. So you've been all over the Bears for like three uh, weeks I don't now, even like them. to the point where you almost—I almost started Montgomery in my Fanduel. In my, I, I had a Monty lineup in here, but then I was just like, you know what? I definitely missed the boat on that. He had the run. Yeah, I don't think. But I, I, I would be the last guy to the party. Like, hey, yeah, d- yeah. David Monty, yeah, let's go. No, Montgomery, I had in, but I swapped out. Okay. I went Ryan Tannehill. We talked about him a lot on the show. The matchup Mm -hmm. is great. $7,700, I think, is more than fair for this matchup. Uh, I have A.J. Brown in there. It is really tricky. I've seen him. I've been off all year. When I I have A.J. Brown in there, it's Corey Davis. When I put Corey Davis in there, it's A.J. Brown. He is a little banged up and questionable, so you monitor that situation in the event that he is really banged up. Corey Davis is a likely suitor in there, but I just think that's a good stack. So I'll start with the stack first. Running back, I am with you. Jonathan Taylor, like this seems to be the week. Although, you know, I, I think for 7,400, loading up on him, I think you'll see a lot of that in a lot of lines. I think you almost have to have him in there to kind of counter everybody else's lineup that will have him in there. Next running back, I went with a guy who the smartest person you know didn't think I should start last <laughs> week, but now I'm just in. I'm just in on Cam Akers. Um, we saw all of Seattle basically get pulled in the third quarter. The Jets are absolutely a nightmare. It is almost kind of hard to figure out which Ram is going to do it, but I think the most likely, if not Robert Woods or Cooper Cup, I just see like Cam Akers having another. He had a hundred and something yards in the first quarter last week. You know, against a defense not nearly as bad as the Jets for sixty-seven hundred dollars. I think Cam Akers is a good pick there. My next receiver, because he somehow, value-wise, money cap-wise, he's dropped down to 7,100. I think it's time to see Mike Evans come back to the table here. It's been a while since we really discussed him, and they really have been spreading the ball out all over the place. Mike Evans has still been solid for most of the year, but hasn't had that monster game in a while. I think it's a great week for Mike Evans against the Falcons. And then my favorite receiver of the week for the value for $6,900, we've forgotten about this guy too, Terry McLaurin, who was a part of our lineups for like four weeks straight. Now I know there's an Alex Smith-Haskins thing. I Mm -hmm. I looked into it. If you go back to when Haskins was in there, here's some of the, these are the targets for Terry What with Haskins in there. If you go back to October 18th versus the Giants, 12. October 11th versus the Rams, 7. October 4th against the Ravens, 14. I know Kyle Allen was in here at times as well. So either way, I I think that, and even with Alex Smith, at quarterback, 9, 7, 9, 8. I just think for 6,900, I don't care who the quarterback is. And Seattle also has the 32-ranked pass defense. So I think this is a great week for Terry. I'm with you I've on Irv Smith Jr. I talked about him like five weeks ago. It was a little early. I think it's time now. Uh, again, I think he also is emerging. He's not quite up where Gronk is, but in that next tier, 
I think he's starting to creep up. He had a great touchdown last week. He actually did a good job at negating Thielen and Jefferson last week in a lot of in a lot of fantasy leagues. Um, here's where I'm, and I, I did go Patriots defense. I talked about them earlier, so mm-hmm. I'll get them out of the way. Forty one hundred, and, and especially if there's no Devonte Parker, I just think Belichick gives rookie quarterbacks fits. Flex. This my most worried position because I didn't have that much money left for it. I got. Carl, I got Clyde Edwards-Alaire in there, 6,400. I think it is a reach. I'm a little concerned about it, but I really looked at for 6,400. I think it's a good spot. Uh, that's a great matchup. That's probably the, the best game maybe to watch all week. It would have been really nice if, if Drew Brees was in there because it really, I mean, you could call it a Super Bowl preview, but really who the hell knows? No, wait, can I, can I just point out i just want to caution you that new orleans has been the absolute most stout versus the run all year i i am aware of that i actually think this could be a good receiving game they Ah. draft they drafted edwards alaire yes to just to i mean to really also catch the ball out of the backfield new orleans is one of the better defenses in the nfl if they single cover Tyreek Hill, then they're asking for their own demise, obviously. They're going to have their hands full with Kelsey. I think this is a sneaky good spot for Edwards Alaire. I don't think he's going to get 25, but I think this is a good 12 to 15 point spot for Edwards Alaire. I think maybe we get a receiving touchdown in there. And again, $6,400, I really was reaching. I think this is a sneaky good matchup. Good call out, but I did not pick him for his rushing attack. And he hasn't really had a monster rushing game all year. This is more for the threat of the rush, but really uh, receiving out of the backfield. I like it. Very, very. Listen, it's a, it's, it's tough. This is the last week. These games, you know, losing all those Saturday games really made this uh, a tricky one to, to pick. So I wish everybody luck out there, Jen, it's happening. We are potentially one week away from meeting in the Super Bowl. Yeah, potentially. I don't think Let's I'm going to be there. Fingers. I'm I don't not think sure I'm going to about... be there. I got to tell you, Jerry, I'm not super confident in my squad either this week, the way I'd like to be. Um, I do have Russ going, for instance, and it could be that he puts up a dud. And if so, I'm in trouble. <sighs> you know? I don't like what I'm seeing with Zeke. I de- and then the Keenan Allen situation is already just like a terrible way to start the week where I have to potentially bench arguably my second or third best player on my team. And it's the threat that I have to bench him and he may still play. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that drives me nuts. I You bench him and then he still goes out and gets seven for 80 and a touchdown, which by Keenan yeah. Allen standards is like a very average game. Average game, yeah. Uh, you know, to get that kind of start. So, and it's it's one point per PPR in our league. So mm-hmm. like, it just really yeah. would hurt. So I think the thing is, um, I would... This is the last thing I think we should say about Keenan Allen. I think you guys have to listen up to the very last minute for the reports because they're not in contention. I don't think they'll play Allen unless he's okay to go because they'll right. save him. It's not risk it. So if they're playing him, I think you should. He's too. good. That's okay. what I think. That, but, I agree. That's a good way to think about it. If they play know, him, he's got to be okay because be why okay. risk right. your star wide receiver? And I know none of the games are meaningless and they're still competitors and warriors. And I get that. But uh, there's no need to like risk further injury when you are not playing for any specific goal other than just to get better. He doesn't need to get better. He's already great. Right. You right. know, he doesn't need to right. develop. 
He doesn't right. need to get reps. He's one of the best receivers in the league. All right, Jen. Oh, good luck to you. I hope <laughs> the next time you. I talk to you, we are talking about our Super Bowl yes. preview. Uh, to it. all of you out there who have listened to this show on, and Keenan supported Allen, us. Come for Jerry tonight. Yes, come on. I'm rooting for you. Uh, thank you, everybody. Good luck to you guys, whether you're in our waiver wire contest or anything else in FanDuel, or if you're still alive in seasonals, I truly wish you luck. This is the fun part of fantasy coming up. And uh, we will see you guys Sunday for what will be a very emotional, either happy or sad, a very emotional episode of the Waiver Wire podcast. Good luck, Jen.